Hi everyone! Hello! We are back on our wonderful podcast. This one's going to be a bit of a special one, isn't it? We're going to do a little bit of a short podcast and then we're going to give an excerpt at the end from an interview I did for the magazine Loverboy uh, with yes. the voice of Delano. Delano? Delano. Good God, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Get the name right. <laughs> oh my God, my brain. It's one of those days. Should we talk about our crazy day so far? I'm just like drunk on pancakes. Really. Yeah, we just made it's pancake day. Happy pancake day. What are you giving up for Len? Um, alcohol. That's a live event, aren't Saturday? Yeah, but I don't know if I'm drinking little spirits. Okay, so so what instead? Rosé. Okay, so not alcohol, just spirits. But wine has better things in it than liquor. But it's still alcohol. Yeah, but I know, but like, I think like, if you drink spirits in the quantity I do, I should be in formaldehyde by now, seriously. <laughs> like, wine's a better option, I think. It could be classy and drink some wine at the bar. Okay, well, anyway. That... What are you giving up for then? Hmm. Fools. Fools. That's why I give up every then. Suffer fools gladly. You don't suffer fools gladly. No. So, I've had the most stressful day so far. I've got Tell everything us. and their mother, like, misbehaving today. My father is misbehaving. My granddad's coming out of hospital and going home, thank God. Um, my mum is busy doing, like, shit with it. Well, so much is going on there. And, um, yeah, I've just been working on stuff. I have a Skype call in an hour, which I think we'll be able to get done yeah. in time. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Got a few videos to finish. I've just entered the L'Oreal The Brush Contest. Um, Everyone so, needs to vote for Joseph. Yeah, if you guys would like to support me and help me win, because it's kind of actually entertaining actually seeing some of the competitors in the competition, <laughs> because there is someone that was basically recreating all my pictures in webcam versions, going to a club in Scotland, and when people were asking if they were me, they were saying yes. So if I don't win against this bitch, I'm going to be mad as hell. I'm gonna win. So you guys have to vote. You have to help me conquer the demons of the world. We all turn into Joe Jackson instead of Joe Halbert. Exactly. Um, but I'm quite excited about that. That'll be good. I did a new contest entry with that, which is fun. I was excited. It was so cute. Thank you. Me. I, I, I will do my best. Some other people have been misbehaving this week. Yes, they have. I want to talk about Miss Erica Badu. Erica, she, she didn't misbehave. No, 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 she no. She was no, misbehaved no. towards. Yes. Let's go into the real tea. Let's talk about the tea. Erica Badu was asked by one of her Twitter followers if she listens to Azealia Banks music. Mm hmm. She said she tried to. Mm hmm. Azealia replied to her almost immediately. She got them Google alerts and was like, jealousy, dot, dot, dot. Well, isn't that bizarre? Like jealousy, really? And then, wait, what did she say back? I'm just gonna get pull up to the trees just so I get the words correct. Yes, it was quite, um, it was certainly quite a strange. She also said, lol, what's the shade? Back to her. Then she said jealousy. Then she tweeted, when, when artists grow old and begin to recognise their own mortality, they throw shade at younger spirits. We see it happen all the time. Whether or not you like me, you're watching, and that's what's most important. See, this is when I lose I lose a little bit of like, right. my Team Azealia thing. You can all come for Erica Badu. You just can't. And Erica has said, well, shit, I did try. Maybe you're right. I'm just too old to get it. Are you cool, though? See, that's classy. Yeah, and then Azealia said, classy. I'm cool. I was just trying to make sure you were cool. She's just, I think the thing is, though, I'm starting to see... Um, but did you notice... All sides of the you, coin. What? That when she said... Um, she said tried. And then when... Aze and it was like a normal tweet. And then when Azealia responded back to her and she said, well, shit, at least I tried, she turned her location on to Queens, New York. <laughs> Oh. And then a fan replied saying, the Queen sent on her location to help. And then she retweeted them and said, oh, you caught that? So, I like that of her. Yeah. She's good. She's The thing is though, I think, I think Azidia kind of knew better than to stop. Because every single person and their mum and their cousin and their, like, anyone they've ever met in their life were tweeting her like, please don't do this to Erica. I think that was fucking dumb though because like I why think would you do that to Erica? She has like some sort of a valid argument against 
every person she's had a beef with. Some, well, maybe not Erica in some cases. Erica hasn't even shaped her. Erica Badu, you cannot, like, she, what is she going to say with Erica Badu? She's not a racist, she's not an idiot, she's not a, a, home, a homophobic person. I don't know where you are. What can she say? What can she say? Nothing. Oh, apparently she's jealous. What on earth does Erica Badu have to be jealous of? Oh my god, that blew my mind. Oh, and then later, um, wait, Azalea posted like some other tweet later. She didn't at her, but then she was going on about how she's like a stick of um, older eyes coming for young artists, and then she called Erica's head wraps musty. She was like, "You can st- you can go and continue buying your musty old head wraps off the street or something." It's not even like normal. Like, like it really isn't normal. Why would you like? That's you're right. She's not racist. She's not a crazy person. She's not a homophobe. All she can come for is her head wraps, and I like her head wraps. She looks, I like she her always head looks wraps. good. She's famous for her Erica Badu wrap. Like, everyone knows this. <laughs> like what, what's she famous for? <laughs> she hasn't got, she's not known for a head wrap. No. She hasn't. She's not. I, I, I just like if someone's coming for your head wraps, that's a good sign. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, if you come for my head wraps, not that I wear one, but I'll be quite happy. That kind of nailed the coffin for me, though, on Azalea Banks. I'm not going to defend her anymore on this podcast. She's only sold 14,000 copies of her album. That's and not bad, though. I don't think that's bad. That's, like, compared to, like, 100,000 or whatever. Who was it that... Who was that person that sold, like, 500 copies in the whole of England or something? Of that record? I know, Robert... Was it Robin Thicke who sold, like, 100 copies Yeah, that album? awful, that awful, awful, like, new album. Oh, again. my God, it was so funny. I was flicking through the channels the other day. Yeah. And, um... It, this thing came on, and it was, like, the conversations going up. My boyfriend was like, what's this? I was like, oh, I think it's that weird stalker Robin Thicke video of all the, the t- eye messages on the screen. Hola. It was Catfish. <laughs> It was showing the conversation. Oh my I God. just thought it was from this video. Well, not too dissimilar, really. No. I don't know, like, I think that um, she needs to... Now, she needs to grow up and she needs she, to get off medication. She needs to get off Twitter. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no denying that she could be amazingly talented, but she's fucking it up in every sense of the word. Like, if there's going to be one person that, like, is probably with you in some respect and what you view, Sarah Kupadu... Good sake. Beyond the fact that she's a legendary eyes. Oh my gosh, I was talking to my boss about this and then she was like, oh, imagine if she comes for Lauren Hill next. Could you no. imagine? Could you imagine? Can you imagine my response? I'll be there in like you a heartbeat. Lauren's my response? Google, my, I'll, I'm putting on my Google update. <laughs> Lauren will kill her. Could you imagine? Anyway, I've got a few more little topics and then we're going to go into our big one this week. And you know I what have a Lauren Hill related one actually. Oh, good. Have you seen, um, you know, obviously she's done songs, Zion is her son. Mm-hmm. Um, she also did one called Sailor, which was part of her unreleased. I didn't know. I think you've paid the ball to me. Sailor. Da, 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 da. It's okay. like that. Anyway, that's her daughter. She's singing now. Oh. She sounds amazing. Of course she does. She's because obviously she's a Marley and a Lauren Hill. Oh god, this is like double threat. She's Bob Marley's um granddaughter. So isn't that crazy? I want some of that blood. No, I know literally. But she was singing like checked out her Instagram today and she's got some really you know, beautiful. You can songs do like fat transplant. Like not transplant like transfer. Yeah. I wish they could do like like if you that like, you could buy blood from like Beyonce and people and like oh. mega mix your DNA. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Slightly scary. When you have that, I never went to medical school. Could you imagine? Yes. I'd be like I in the front, in the front row of the fucking Mrs. Carter tour, like syringing her leg. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what's wrong. This is what happens. Like when a I... mosquito. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking delirious from all this food. Yeah, so, okay. Anyway, I'm getting a bit conceptual with my thoughts today. Let's talk. Um, <laughs> okay, these two look. It's a nice way of putting it. But... So, yeah, I'm being polite to myself. Because if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Exactly. Anyway. Okay, I've got two small ones that link and one other small one. Should I do the linking ones first or the non-link one first? The smaller ones. No, they're all small. But oh. there's two of them are kind of related to each other and one isn't. The related ones. Okay, because not, yeah. yeah. So, did you see the video that came out? It was so cute of um, Kanye talking to his fans recently. No. So he was in, I think he was in an airport or like coming out of some show or something. He, I think it was an airport. Mm-hmm. And he went up to this, there's a couple of videos. One of them was just, he was with his assistant and they were just giving Yeezys to random like teenage boys. Mm-hmm. Like surprisingly, here you go, have some of my trainers. But then there was this one, he was talking to this um, fan and he had like some red Nikes on. 
And he was like, which shoes would you rather be wearing right now? Your shoes or my shoes? And I thought, oh god, it's gonna be some like crazy Kanye this video. But it was a good one. So he was like, oh my gosh, yours, like they're the Yeezys, I love them. And he was like, so if I give you a pair today, will you throw your Nikes out the window and like Yeezy as the new Nike? And he was like, for sure. He was like, to his assistant, get his address, get his number, we're gonna send him like the new collection and stuff. What is this? Do you think this is sincere or PR? I don't know, because I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, it was done in a very Kanye way, like, if you have to throw those nights out forever, like, this is it, would you rather wear your shirt or my shirt? But then mm. it could be a bit PR, but I don't really know what he's covering, he hasn't really had any bad press apart from the Grammy thing that was a joke. He has regular bad press like, but, I, but I don't feel like he's just done anything like that bad, that he needs to go around doing damage control and free trainers to people. Like, normally when he, normally when he does something bad, his way of doing PR is to go and say something worse to, go, to distract that him, do you know true. what I mean? That is true. I don't know if he's just generally being nice, because I don't but, think he's actually a bad person. But anyway, I thought it was cute of him, I liked mm, that he was doing that. I like fans. it too, but I've, we said this on our earlier podcast, like, they talk about Kanye on the fucking Wendy Williams show, and, like, he's a lunatic. And but, she talks about him, like, every fucking week as an example of, like, crazy people, and it's like, she calls him that think, crazy I don't man. Think Wendy is really in the position to be calling people out. I want to, no, I want to like become some famous something, like I'll do a sex tape or something. I don't really give a mm-hmm. fuck just to get on the Wendy Williams show, so I can really tell her about herself. Because oh my god, like, she called me crazy. Should I just fuck Ray J and then <laughs> see yeah. what happens? Okay, so, so the link to that, and it, it links in more than one way now actually, mm-hmm. is have you seen the headlines about Northwest tantrums? How ridiculous they are. No. Like I know I would, I personally would not bring a baby to a fashion show. I understand if it's his own fashion show, but like I like I don't really understand why she was throwing tantrums at like every single show in New York Fashion Week. But that's not because she's a bad child. That is what children do. I just don't really think I personally would bring a child there. The headlines: Northwest has meltdown of Fashion Week. Like you call like Amanda Bynes a meltdown. You call it. Northwest is not having a meltdown. She is in the the, the terrible two. Is that how they did it? It was like Northwest Fashion Week meltdown. She has another tantrum and Alexander Wang. As if she's just like this like grown woman who's going to shows and crying on the floor. Like That's so she wrong. It's a two year old. Like I we've we've spoken about it before with Blue Ivy and her yeah. hair and stuff. I don't understand when they, they give these crazy press to babies. But then anyway, so there was this interview and they asked Kanye why he thought um North was so unhappy at his show. Yeah. It's a kind of fucking stupid question, um, because she's a toddler. Yeah. She probably had to go to the bathroom, like who knows? Anyway. <laughs> He replied, actually, I think the real reason she's, she was crying is because she really wants the press to stop being mean to his daddy. And she really wants... His daddy? Her daddy. Her daddy, yes. And she really wants the press to like his collection and not write bad reviews about her. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Which I thought was so funny. But people were genuinely acting like he was serious. See, this is the this thing. Is the thing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like when he when right. he stood up at the Grammys, I think I've already spoken about it, but he was clearly making a ha ha. Not this time. Like you, you thought he was going to do it again. Then everyone was like, he was so rude. Anyway, um, that was the Drake mixtape. Okay. You can get into it, could you? No, I don't like the Drake mixtape. I like it. I've only listened to it once, though. But I liked it. Um, I find it really difficult um, because I don't get his voice at all, and I find him See, singing like his, his own voice. music completely monotonous. There's no melody to it. Do you not think? No, it's like... That's what I like about that. And it... Oh, Jesus. Wow, this is very different. No, it it reminds me of, like, hearing someone, like, play with a phone behind a wall. (laughs) It just has nothing. (laughs) It's like a blunt, (laughs) dumb sound. One thing that annoyed me about it, and it's such a stupid thing to dislike about a a mixtape or an album or whatever... How many times do you want to mention the six in your song titles? It's like you, me, and the six. You, me, at six. Six in the city. Like the six. Okay, I'm what making these up. What does it mean? The six is like the nickname for the place in Canada he's from. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. It's literally like six and a half men. Like oh, Jesus Christ. six. The musical. So weird. He does this thing as well, which I find really, really, really fake as well. Because I thought Drake was really cool for a while. But he always does songs about famous women, and it's like it's such a fucking like clever thing for like girls to be like, oh look at him, he's talking about a lovely girl. Like he's does that. What's <coughs> that stupid song? Absolutely, I'm so proud of you. Like shut up, oh. please. Or girls want to be Beyonce. Or what girls is want Beyonce? Beyonce. Madonna. Oh, yeah, but Has it, he done one about Rihanna as well? I don't think it's actually about Madonna. Madonna is it? No, I it is. It's I like, like you should like be Madonna, as big like as Madonna. Religious. 
Oh. No, no. Oh, no, 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 I know what you mean, sorry. When I saw the title, I thought of that. Yeah. I don't know, he sounds with Rihanna. Just but no, yeah, he's he. But that's his thing. His his shtick is like being like the emotional, sensitive guy, isn't it? The spastic. I don't know. I I don't know. I like him. I find. But him really I saw difficult. something really funny. So you know, it's called if you're reading this, it's too late. Yes. Someone posted a picture that's gone viral. They got the handwriting cover tattooed on the back of their neck, and then this person tweeted it with the caption, "You're right. It really is too late." Oh Jesus! Like now it's tattooed. Why would you get like something that has your neck? I have no I idea. Each to their own. I don't know. Yeah, literally. Now let's get into the thing. Like, I feel like there's an elephant in the room. There is. And that elephant is oh, Kardashian. This is a, well. I have a small linking for. Is the it about elephant. an elephant? Yes. I actually want to cry if it's about an elephant. Like, <laughs> the stars are aligning. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, well, it was actually a very loose, loose connection. Oh, okay, we'll go with it. Go Tell with you a slink. I have a new nose. How the fuck is that connected to an elephant? Because elephants have like noses, don't they? Like trunks. Any animal I say could have had a nose. <laughs> you always have like an elephant nose. Do snakes death. have noses? They have like in their ears instead of their ears. That is gross. I don't want to talk about it. Or on their foreheads, I think. Ew. Pen- like no, no, that's, that's lizards. Anyway, back to your new nose. I have a new nose and I can't, I can actually um, reveal that we did film it at Harley Street. Um, thanks to Narushka and Bill and Sam for filming. And um, that will be out this week on my YouTube, which I'm super excited about. And I have caught a cold the day after I got my nose injected. So that's I feel cute. like... Oh, like I feel like you know when you're trying to set a clay pot and then like someone comes along and like smacks it. <coughs> That's pretty much what's going on with my nose at the moment. That happens so often. It does. It does. Anyway, that was the elephant. Can we go to that the other elephant in the Let's room? Let's go to the yeah. Okay. It was so funny because in my notes I had so many different hot topics that were all related to these people mm-hmm. and they've over the course of the week been mushed together into one giant paragraph oh good um so we all want to talk about the kylie versus amber rose versus chloe versus tiger debacle mm-hmm. yeah i don't really know how to start it well should well, we, we give some background should we go from the kylie and tiger Yes, so we've been debating on the podcast for a while about yeah. Kylie and Tiger's relationship. Is it? Is it not? Is it on? We just we never, just never seem to know. Anywho, um, so we've been talking about that for a while, and the the main shade of it, apart from Tiger kind of being qualifying for statutory rape, um, <laughs> is that Tiger is the ex husband are they married yes ex-husband of black china who is kim k's alleged best friend they were always hanging out together doing those viral ass shots mm-hmm. and obviously kylie is kim k's little sister so that was some shade there yes but it never been really confirmed yes and but apart from tamer braxton did let the bean out of the bag because she said <laughs> the, bean. the bean. <laughs> bag of beans the bag of beans because tony braxton lives next door to tiger and he, she saw yeah. the little and girl was, leaving in her There world. was that um, screenshot I sent you that was on Media Takeout, we don't know if it's real or not. There's a picture that he took of her, or a selfie of her that he posted saying, I hit that every day that was with deleted. Mm. Anywho, so we've been speculating about this for a while. What do we think? Blah, blah, blah. Amber Rose went on The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, she was asked about it, obviously, because she's became friends with Black China recently. Which is funny, because I thought they were friends before, but... I, I think just by association, I assume they would know each other. I think everyone but, with a fat ass knows each other. Yeah, they all have the same doctor or whatever. Anyway. I don't think Amber Rose has a doctor. I think hers is real. Doctor. Yeah, I think hers is real. She's got hers in her face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. But no, um, so she, she, what was I just saying, Joseph? She became friends with Black China. Yes. And they were asking, oh, is it awkward because of Kim? She was like, well, you know, Black China, no, she would just call her China. China never slags off Kim to me, so I feel safe in the, the knowledge that she doesn't talk about me to Kim, and that she's a really nice girl, we really get on. Mm-hmm. Then it got on to the topic of Kylie, and they said, what do you think about that? And she said, well, I just think it's, he should be ashamed of himself. She just turned 17, she was 16 at the beginning. Um, she needs to be going to bed, she does not need to be running around with Tiger. Yes. So Chloe decided to come to Amber's defence mm-hmm. 
she was saying how Chloe came to whose defence? Kylie's defence. Kylie's defence. Sorry, am I just making up names now? She said we get asked about people all the time, and my sisters and I always take the high road and don't answer. Truth is, we don't know these people. I don't know Amber, so why would I comment on her? I'm, which she does later, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to comment on someone I don't know. That's yeah. unfair. We all hear things via social media or blogs, but I would only want to comment on someone if I actually knew them or have any or had my own personal history with them. I think others want the same respect. Free size to every story. Here's hers and the truth. I'm not passing judgment, but I wish others would do the same. Is what they have to fax. Not being funny, but Amber knows Tiger, so it's not really talking about people she doesn't know. No. Um, and there was a photo of them to get her and Kylie together at an event like mm. six months ago. So she does know these people. She wasn't on an interview to talk about them. She was asked by Charlemagne. And she just said that she thinks... She didn't even say Kylie was in the wrong. She just said Tiger should be ashamed of himself from running around with a child, which he should be. Yeah, absolutely. Quite frankly, when he's got... He's got a child of his own. It's really weird, but I think there is that mentality with Chris. Like, and you're always saying this about Chris. She does have this kind of like, oh, ha-ha, if it gets in the media, who the fuck cares? Then, anyway, so then Chloe, like, quoted Amber Rose, saying, I was a stripper since I was 15 years old. Amber told Fox, don't worry about my sister, who has a career in her shit together, only 17, with the tea emoji. People who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Please stop talking about us in interviews, mama. None of us talk about you. Not mad that she was a stripper, but don't say my sister should be in bed by seven when she wasn't a stripper. Which doesn't really add anything to the conversation. I get... I. I don't really know why, like, she was a stripper because she was had a really hard life and she was in, like, the hood, struggling. Mm. She, Kylie is from Calabasas, like, in a very privileged lifestyle. Like, but that's okay, cool. she's you're not, not a stripper. In, you're not getting in between a, a marriage. Okay, she's not a stripper. Yeah. Like, good for her. She doesn't need to be one. Yeah. What, what are you saying? I don't mean, anyway. How can you defend someone? She, she didn't even say anything bad. She is a 17 year old. It's just because they have this mentality in their family that they can have sex at four. Doesn't mean that the rest of the world think like that. Seriously. Anyway, the Amber clapback was amazing. Yeah, she's in, She she's was quick. She said, let me go back to the first one. <laughs> because basically this, this article I'm reading is like the most messy, like unchronological thing ever. Mm-hmm. Let me just go back to some of this. Okay. I know the one that made me laugh the most was when she she was actually referring to Kim. Oh, I found it. Okay. Go okay. So she was like, she was like, I'm happy you brought up the fact that I was a stripper at 15. Hashtag don't panic. I'll be that little whore to support my family. Like your older sister is a whore to support hers. We're even. Don't panic. And obviously the don't panic is a reference because she was in the don't panic video of yours, wasn't she? French um, Montana video. Yes. Right. Then Chloe tried to like be in on the joke. She was like, she was like crying at the hashtag don't panic. Yes, we are even. Like, what? But then she was like, lol, don't panic. Well, damn. I didn't realize I called you a whore, but at the end of the day, I guess people love to call us whores. It's the easiest jab to throw. It is what it is. We're still living though. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. She's, I don't think Chloe's very fast. She's just talking shit basically yeah basically there's more because okay. then then Amber posted some pictures of Kanye doing a really like wide eyed fake smile saying when your sister-in-law calls your ex out for being a stripper but your wife has a sex tape then she then Jonathan Chaban that fucking old con- I hate Jonathan Chaban yeah, he posted some like cartoon of Amber Rose like on a pole saying stripping since 1998 on her ass with like 500 pictures of rappers on her arm and dollars on her saying, Tiger, you should be ashamed of yourself. And it's like, why does, what the fuck does her being a stripper have anything to do with any of this? Like, why should she be ashamed of being a stripper? No, no. How is her being a stripper anything the same as Tiger having a 16 year old girlfriend? But they don't have this, they don't think like normal people, do they? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. And it especially doesn't make sense because... Like, a one a one thing I will say to play the devil's advocate is you don't need to comment on the situation. But I would comment on the situation because I believe in the morality before I believe in, like, the people. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, it's wrong to date a child in America. Right. You can't do that. And if someone asks you a question about it and you know the, the wife that's been thrown to the side... Yeah. ...who's a mother... 
Anyway, back to China. Mm. China was liking like all of Amber's posts, so I guess there's that. Mm. But um, then anyway, Amber Rose posted another meme. It was like Kanye. How shady is that to Black China, by the way? That they all knew like her little, their little sister was getting with her husband. Can you imagine if like? Right, they make, okay, no, I don't want to bring my sister in because she's too young. But like, if you had a, a husband, sister. okay, if I had like a husband, and then we got to, and a kid, and we got divorced, and your sister was just like fucking him, and you just like didn't tell me. I would kill. Everyone, Everyone involved, <laughs> apart from me, <laughs> your sister. Absolutely. But yeah, so he, but she, Amber posted another meme she made. It was like the back of Kanye's head, or like some, I'm assuming it's Kanye, yeah. and all of the Kardashian clan like looking at her, at him really terrified. And the caption was, "She's from Philly. You might not want this problem." Mm. And then Chloe then tweeted, "My point is proven. She can't even wait ten minutes before mentioning one of our names, SMH." Then Amber tagged Chloe and was like, "Girl, just at me. I really don't want you to." F- don't want to read you to filth, darling, but I will also sit down. Why would Chloe, why, why was Chloe, um, what point was proven? Chloe was just like trying to stick up for her sister. She's, I, the thing is I don't dislike Chloe and I get what, I get being a protective sister, but you can't just sidestep what's going on. Like your 17 year old sister who was going up with someone since she was 16 was dating a husband like, let's forget the age thing, because we live in the UK and it's yeah. 16 is the age of consent. But actually, yeah. 16 is the age of consent, but it's still illegal for someone over 18 to sleep with someone under 18. Because they're still considered a minor. So, like, if, like, a 20-year-old mm. slept with you when you were 16, it's still actually, like, illegal. Really? Well, it would be considered, like, a, a rape, because even though they're legal to have sex, like, they're still considered a minor. It's a really weird area. Yeah, it's you know what we, I mean? we've got the most fucked up laws because here. It's like a great area because you're still considered a minor if you're under 18. So technically, if like a grown man slept mm. with like a 16 year old, it would be frowned upon, I guess. Sure. There was no age so of I guess, so I guess, boys in this country I know. a few years ago. But so I guess what they make the 16 thing for is like, so you can fuck up a 16 year old. So I guess I don't really... Weird. It's strange. Anyway, then it gets really paid. Reggie Bush started... Isn't he the one that used to... Who did he? Did, didn't he go out with... He was, he was Kim's old boyfriend. Yeah, he was the... He really started yeah. following Amber Rose. Then Wiz Khalifa started following Chloe. Then Trina started posting videos of Amber Rose in the Breakfast Club saying Slay, which actually was more about her saying... Wait, who was? Trina. Trina. Because she was talking about Trina, so I don't think it was really related. Then someone... Because obviously Chloe style French Montana for Trina. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was saying that she used Trina's music to get through the Wiz breakup. Yeah. So that's what she was posting. Um, I think there's one more page of this, Madness. Everyone was going, get him, get him, Amber, get him, Amber, on my Facebook. I was like, yes, this is the one. And then Amber caught Chloe liking her nude photos on Instagram. So she posted the nude photo herself saying, go Chloe Kardashian, I'm really happy for you and I'll let you finish, but I have the best leaks nudes of all time. <laughs> Hashtag stop sweating me ho. Then she put, I'm done dragging this bitch. Lesson of the day, children. Please don't try mother because I will humble you. You think, and that wasn't me saying mother badly, that's how she spelled it. Yeah, she calls it the I've got, I've got an American client that always says that I pronounce my THs as Vs and it's really English. Mm. And I don't do that. Nice. Anyway, then she put you think because your dad was a professional football player, they got away with murder, you're better than me, girl. Shade. Shade. Then she put, I'm so sick of these plastic ass hoes bullying people because they've got the media outlets on payroll. This shit's weak as fuck. Shade. The sh- can we just cover the shade that she just sent? Them? Yes. The she OJ. quoted Kanye yeah. to Taylor Swift. I've got the best dad yeah. in the world. The is- that is oh the my one. God. That oh is the my most God. hilarious. But thing. also, something that I didn't know because. She- this is nothing like I feel like the only sister that she hasn't interacted with before is Chloe because Chloe is saying oh you don't know us you should be talking about us she said in the breakfast club thing that Kim was sending news to Kanye when he was going up Amber yeah. and he asked her politely to stop doing that and she carried on yeah so they, they clearly go way back beefing so why can't she when asked about a relationship who's actually like her best friend her, her good friend's yeah. ex-husband um, a girl she knows who is also the sister of someone who used to be with her. Why can't she answer the question? Exactly. And I think it kind of is. Probably trying to make out that it's strangers, but it's ridiculous. Now, I'm just intrigued to see what Tiger has to say because he's going to the breakfast club now, isn't he? Well, there's been reports that he is now doing a diss song about Amber Rose, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That Kanye is doing a diss song about Amber Rose. Oh my god, Kanye, that is so petty. Ugh, they're all just so boring. I don't understand why he would do that Amber Rose is like 
she's doing so much at the moment that I really like her. She's starting, she's getting yeah, her business in, in like think, shape. She's getting into movies. Yeah, she's going to be in Zulanda too. Mm-hmm. She's in that thing called The Fit Brit in like some weird TV show. And I think actually it was on one of our podcast episodes that I announced that I was an Ambrose fan finally because I hate yeah. her so I didn't, I didn't get her. I think she's beautiful. But I've never seen any interviews for her or anything. She's actually really quite, and this is the thing I got really scared last night. I was like, wait a minute. She kind of seems like the sort of girl I'd be friends with. Oh my God, what if I meet her one day and we become friends and then she listens to the podcast and hears like, I called her a tea bag head. No. <laughs> like, I was like genuinely getting worried about this. She's got like, I just am I'm obsessed with her skin. She's she has the best skin. skin. Um, but what is our thoughts on the whole conclusion and what, how do we conclude this? What are we going to look out for next? The Tiger interview? Yeah, that's what I'm looking Zora for. Oh, and also there was some more. I told you they were all spread out on my things. Because just before all of this like crazy Twitter storm happened between Chloe and Amber. Yeah. Um, it was screenshot by those of people that Kylie Snapchatted a picture of her holding King Cairo. Yeah, which is so wrong. So fucking rude. So bizarre. So nasty. And so, so rude. rude. So, and the thing is, like, because you were saying to me that you thought it was really bad, all oh, this was really bad on Kylie mm-hmm. last night. I don't. I don't think Kylie is that in the wrong. I agree. Um, it's quite difficult. Like I obviously think she's in the wrong regarding Black China and like why would you go for your like older sister's best friend's like divorced husband? I just don't understand, like but the They thing weren't is, divorced though, she was sleeping in the since she was sixteen. Okay, well that's even worse. That's the bit that I find. But the thing bizarre. is, like I don't that age thing isn't wrong from her end because when you're that age you don't think it's creepy because you think you're so grown mm-hmm. and like you have like imagine us at 16 how many like I did old, older guys no same I was I was definitely Kylie like I had the same age I think with my first boyfriend but the thing is imagine if we were 16 how many like random rappers we would go out with Mm-hmm. Like we just would, we would have gone out with Tiger if we were sixteen. Well, no, 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 we just not Tiger. I mean, no um, Tiger. <laughs> well, no, I, would, I think he's, I think he's fucking ugly. Yeah. But that's not the point. The point I'm trying to make is that like I can't blame her. I, she must think it's she's so cool, like to be this rap girl's yeah. girlfriend. So I, I, I don't want to call her gross for that. I, I don't think she realizes how gross the age thing is. Yeah. And it's only gross because she's a child, like a teenager. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think that Chloe should have said anything. But the. Uh, like, because I, I really want to like Kylie. Like, I'm, like, obsessed with her. But could she just stop fucking up back China? Like, I like China a lot more than I like Kylie. Yeah, me too. I just, I don't think that it's going to help situations. What do you think? Getting into an argument. It's going to make Alma Rosa. Yeah, better. it's just going to highlight it even more. Chloe's just being a dickhead. What do you think um, Chris Jenner's view on all of this? She's there with, like, a fucking pom-pom. Like, in that scene in, in, in Mean Girls. I have a theory about this. Yeah. I think Chris Jenner was the one who told, um... Kylie to Snapchat. I think Chris Jenner was the one who told Chloe to like come for Amber because Chloe wants to be this like hip hop, like Chloe money, and that was her way in. So they'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna have my first hip hop war, like, uh, whatever. I think she's gonna open an under 18 strip club called Kylie's. Oh my god. That's Chris Jenner's next business plan. I'm just, I can mark my words. Mark my words. Can we just talk about something else actually in the, um, in the Breakfast Club interview? Yeah. Charlemagne was driving me up the wall, as always. <laughs> he does do that, doesn't he? When he tried to talk about Gabriel and they checked him so good. They, they're that doing was him so good. Aren't they? They're, that they're was stopping so him. Because he says things and you're like, you need to stop this now. Like when they asked her about her skin routine, he was like trying to make it sexual. Yeah. I was like, she's talking about Nivea cream. She's so good at just like ignoring yeah she was just like anyway as i was saying but when she was talking about her book how to be a bad bitch Mm -hmm. and he was like oh but that's so stupid though like not everyone looks like you not everyone looks like you she was like they don't need it's not about looking like me i'm talking about this and this is trying to talk about her book and he was like oh so you can make gabriel sadiba into a bad bitch then and she was like why are you asking me that because he's heavy is that why he was like she was interested with her best friend wasn't she She she's like her best friend's a heavier girl and she's got like a male model boyfriend she's got her money she's working so i don't know why you're asking me that and then i always forget her name is it angela yee Um, she was like charlemagne gabriel is more successful than you (laughs) that was the best one and he was like yeah yeah she is she is i hate when he does that i hate when people call him out on stuff and he tries to make out that that's what he was saying and like he agrees yeah oh my god i hate charlemagne's he is annoying. 
He's very, very fucking annoying. But yeah, I, I just think this is so fucking funny, this Amber Rose and Chloe shit, because like the Kardashians have been trying so hard for so long to get, to get into like the hip hop world. Yeah. And like be these like hip hop vixen, like with all of these rappers around, like, and now they they got hip hop, they've got black twill. That's what they have. Yeah. I can just imagine Kim, you know the Kim crying face, her like crying on the phone, like, we want his black dick, not black twitter for fuck's sake, Chloe. Jesus. Oh, I can't. I, can't, I hope. I hope this all this shit is like in a Kardashians episode. Yes, I hope so too. Um, anyway, I, think I have a enough. new topic. You do a new topic. It's kind of it's unrelated, right? There's been a bit of like discomfort about Beyonce today. Obviously, she's been doing so well since the Grammys, mm-hmm. and she did the Stevie Wonder tribute with Ed Sheeran and some other guy who I have no idea who it is. It was amazing. <laughs> But she did this, I don't know where she was, but she was photographed with a new kind of like long dress jumpsuit thing. Okay. And it had a picture of the stereotypical blackface cartoon on it. And right. people are in uproar about it in America today because it looked like she just was oblivious to it. Why is she doing that? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, I don't mean, the whole political thing aside, why would you even wear that? Like, it doesn't even look cute. It's, let me show you a picture of it because it's kind of, it's an ambiguous picture. It looks very Patricia Fields. This is the one that she wore. So how I would describe it. Like a khaki moo-moo. I know that logo. That's, they did um, a piece about that in, is it Ghost World? That film? I haven't seen it. And like she goes to an art class and that's her art piece. She's doing about science and she just like blows up that picture. And then they get loads of uproar about it. It was like an old chicken shop. Yeah. Logo. Absolutely. What do we think? The thing is, the one on the jacket mm-hmm. isn't the same as the Coon's Chicken logo. It's flipped. But it has no background and the eye, like, it hasn't got the writing on it. No. I'm not sure if it actually is the Coon's Chicken in logo. Or if it just looks like it and it's kind of a really bad coincidence because it doesn't look enough like it for me, for me to be it. Like the eye looks like a happy like anime eye. His eye looks kind of evil, like there's no hat. Mm, I think there's a reference to it. It looks like a painting of it. But it also looks like this character, um, kind of you to Google play. Yeah. You know, do you remember the cartoon Real Monsters? Yeah. It kind of looks like this. We're currently. I didn't. I see that. Like this cast character. Oh no, maybe not. The eyes are different. Okay, she looked different in my head. Okay. <laughs> not so that. what do we think about this? I'm not really sure what she's doing. Mm. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit suspect. It's a bit uncomfortable. It's a bit suspect. Yeah. Well, that was pretty. The much... The thing is, we know she's never gonna comment on it. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I feel like with Beyonce, there's not even any point speculating because we're just never going to know what's going through her head. Exactly. Well, that's pretty much um, all our hot topics today, isn't it? Yeah. So now we're going to have an excerpt of our interview. And Charlie was actually here running around. I was hammered. <laughs> you might hear some howling in the background. I hope Joseph will edit out. Yep, I hope um, Adore doesn't mind me popping this online and Loverboy said it was okay for me to do it. And it's just a cool interview about some questions that I thought were fun to put in um, for my article I did in her for Loverboy, which was awesome. So please enjoy this one, and yeah. Okay. What are you doing there? Right, let's play. So, Mr. Right, hi. Charlie, the sound recorder is recording the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I saying, shut the fuck up. I love you, I love you. Love right. you bitch. And you guys, you guys have to help me with your interview questions. My interview questions. I don't know what to ask. So, Mr. Dort, you'll come to the UK. How has the UK been so far? It's been fucking awesome. I've been meeting a lot of cool people with cool accents. And, oh, hi. Oh, and everybody sounds like a fucking cool Spice Girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk Drag Race first. Let's get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was the biggest thing that was a shock to you going on Drag Race? Like, what didn't you expect? That stupid-ass split thingy they did. Like, they did, like, seven of us in the first episode and the seven of us in the second episode. I didn't hear a word that Rue was saying. I was just convinced that we were all the boogers of the first season. I was like, we're the boogers, and one of us is going to make it into the real show. That's all I heard. I made it up in my head, and I was convinced. Like, A&TM. 
Yes. yes. It's like, you gotta work. I thought they were gonna make us lip sync and Laganja was gonna get it because a bitch could break a leg and shit. Um, sometimes I wanna break her neck. But no, she can break a leg. But no, I was like, oh. I was like, yeah. I was like, she's gonna get it. And I was like, oh, holy shit. So that's what I thought it was. And I hated it. I thought it was awful. And then when it aired, it was awful too. It was so awkward. So this is your second reality show you've been on. You were on American <laughs> yeah. Idol. Yeah. What was this? Was it the same experience? Or was it very different? <laughs> Well, American Idol is ran by a Republican station back in the States. It's Fox. So it's like, they aren't very, like, excited about, like, the gay community or, like, anybody coming out on the show. So I was told to not come out. I came out when I was 12 years old. Yeah. I was told to not sing girl songs and some stupid bullshit like that. But, um, yeah, but the experience, like, really helped me a lot. So you could be, be like, comfortable in front of cameras and stuff like that. But that's that's pretty much it. I mean, Simon's a dickhead. Everybody knows that. But, <laughs> I mean... But he, I mean, he's it a lead It was good back. training, I guess. It was very good training. Things happen in their own time. No, really. It really does. So you came out at 12? Yes, I did. What was that like? Was that an experience? What do you think about the whole, like, coming out experience? Was it, I'm gay? Or was it, like, I, I like, everything? No, I told my mom, I have to tell you something. And she's like, well, what's funny, before I came out, my mom sat my both of my brothers down. And she said, your brother's about to come out. It was, like, two weeks before. Like, my mom, like, me and her are, like, best friends. She knows it. She can see a sign. But I sat her down when she was making cookies, and I said, Mom, I have something to tell you. She's like, you're gay. And I was like, holy shit. And I felt my balls hit my throat <laughs> ever so gently, and I was like, mm, they, they taste good. One's bigger than the other. No, um, and then, um, and then <laughs> she was just like, that's not that big of a deal. Like, I knew it since you were one years old, and um, I love you regardless. And, um, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's still going. Still going. Yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So when you went on RuPaul, I'm going what was the difference between your experience and the experience that was shown on TV? It was, it was pretty similar, but you know what's fucked up is they don't air a lot of stuff that happened. Because, mm. I mean, we're filming like 16-hour days, and it's like they're putting that into like 40 minutes. So there's a lot of things that didn't air. Like, there's a lot of fights that happened, including I, I had a fight with Milk that was really interesting because... Really? Yeah, and they didn't air it, and I thought they should have aired it. it what was I I just think it's very interesting when when personalities clash just because I got her drag right off the bat and um, I just feel like there was a respect um, issue going on there yes it was a lack of respect I think she thought I was a a young queen and and that I wasn't quite um, ready I don't know it was just very her energy is very condescending at first when you don't know who she is Yes. So, I mean, I, I clocked her, like, from the oh, beginning. Yes, I like milk, but yes, I'm, yes, agreeing with you. Love milk to death now yes. that I got to know her, but when you don't know her, she's very, like, I know best, and I know sure. everything. Sure, Coming from somebody that's so out of the box, it's surprising, because usually those are the bitches that get everything and just, like, see drag as an art, but she was very, like, like, just, she kind of, like, was, like, coming for me in a lot of ways. Like, she, oh. like, we did the, um, the musical challenge, and I had fell, and I had hurt my stomach with the, the, the ISIS wings. Uh, it stabbed me in my st- side. So she said I was, like, complaining about it and was, like, talking about me. And then Gia comes in and goes, just because you're my friend. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to let you know that milk was coming for you in the other room. And I was like, well, what did she say? And she was like, I didn't say anything. And then we got in a fight, like, a really bad fight. And they didn't did show she? it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I shut her the fuck down. Jesus. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> I like this. I like this. So with with the show, like, cause the kind of timeline of the show was your relationship with Laganja, because you were friends before. Am I saying Laganja? Because it was like no, I'm just laughing at the friendship quote. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but that was it. Was it was no. as friends. I mean, the thing is, is like I've known her prior to the show about three years. Yeah. And there was a comment that they didn't air as well on the show that she had said to me that completely like changed the way I viewed her. Everything. She she looked at my face and said. You don't fucking know me well enough to know that this is how I talk. And I was like, I invited like four friends to my birthday party, hotel party. You were one of them. Like, we and her were really close back then. We were the baby drag queens that everybody hated because we'd always win. You'd win. And she was like my fucking sister. So it was like, when she said that, I was like, oh, girl, you're done. Like, even if we redeem ourselves, we'll never be the same. So do you think it was the competitiveness that made her like that? And not to throw shade, I love Alyssa Edwards. She's one of my favorite queens ever. But I feel like there's like a very competitive nature with all of the girls, like Shangela, Alyssa, and her. And Shangela's brilliant, and they're all brilliant at what they do, even Laganja. But like, they have a competitive energy that doesn't mix well with friendships in a competition at all. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So, with the show, would you have rather something been shown instead of what was shown? Like, in, would you, like the dynamic of the show, everyone had their story. Right. Would your story be different in, in your own editing suite? 
Not really. I mean, you know, me and Bianca always say, like, those fucking assholes are dumb. They're like, we're like, you know what? The bitch looked like an asshole because she said what she said. Like, we didn't say shit. Like, yeah. I can hear Bianca in the next room in the interview, and she's like, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it. And I would say the same thing. I'm like, that's not how I feel. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. So when you break down, you're kind of, like, dumb enough to fall for it. But I really do wish that they portrayed Darian and Courtney a little different because... I agree, because I think they didn't come across like how everyone's on. told me they are. Yeah. Awesome people. What was your relationship with Courtney? Because you were both idol kids or idol people and you both have been on that experience before. I think, do you think before you guys had gone on the show they tried to pay you against each other? Of course. That wasn't a coincidence. I hated her when I first met her. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Yeah, I was Courtney. I was just like, girl, I'm cool. And then um, I, she threw a shade. She's like, oh, you're from season one. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> oh, I, I was 11 when that aired, asshole. Like, how old were you, asshole? Yeah, but, but that's really, that's not a shame. Because in season one, they had like a third of the reigns of season That's That's pretty yeah. That's pretty true. No, but she was like, trying to like, be like, oh, I don't know who you are. She knew who I was from the LA circuit. Like, we, her and I were like from different parts, but I had met her prior. But, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, now that she's literally one of my best friends now, like, I go to her for advice, like, we were, she was in my Jump the Gun video, like, she's like, like, whenever I ask for a favor, I'm, I'm like, she's there, and whenever she asks for a favor, I'm always there, like, she's, like, my fucking, I'm, like, I'm, like, closest to her, I think, out of all of them. That's one. Yeah. I was on your um, Facebook page earlier, and I saw you said, that, like, we don't go day by day without a group conversation yeah. between you, Derry, Even and today, Bianca. yeah. What is the relationship like now you're off the show? Are you still as tight as you were? Fuck yeah. Like, dude, like, Bianca will call me and be like, fucking just like, just like, um, venting. Like, she could always vent to me. She always calls, like, trendy for certain things. Like, I'm always the venting one. Like, I love her so much. Like, we always talk every day. Like, like, right now, Bianca's in Australia and she's gonna be in my, my boyfriend's house. She's like, I'm, I'm gonna fucking fuck with your boyfriend tomorrow. Like, yeah. like, and we're always just like talking shit. Like, Courtney's, um, here in the UK, actually. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. And we're all, we're all just talking and fucking talking shit and making fun of each other every day. Let's talk about your boyfriend. So how did you meet your man? In Perth, Australia, I did a show and um, he wasn't supposed to meet... Ooh, that was... <laughs> <laughs> the oh, exorcism happened. Oh my god, the lights went out. You fuck. Um, <laughs> no, um, I... He wasn't supposed to really... He wasn't supposed to meet me in the meet and greet. Like, he wasn't like... He's not like a fan, which I loved. His friends were all, like, fanny, and he was just, like, sitting in the corner smoking a cigarette, like, oh, wait, my and turn. And he does drag, doesn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't done it, like, in, like, a few months. That's but... lucky to find, like, a guy that did drag and understands it, but is not, like, a man. Yeah. Damn it, when He's you need it. He's such a man. <laughs> he loves the ass. And it's just so weird, because it's, like... Cheers to that. Cheers to that. No, I really do love him. I do. He's cool. I found love, dude, and I was, like, making fun of people when they're, like, I'm in love after a month. But it's like when you feel a connection with somebody and when they look at you a certain way and when you actually believe everything that they say, like, yeah. I'm really, like, I don't trust people. And it's like, yeah. that motherfucker, like, you can tell in somebody's eyes when they genuinely mean something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not selling you anything. You believe it if you want. Like, and it's just very that. And it's just like, ah. So it's like sincerity. Yeah, it's very sincere. It's, it's sincere. I love That's it. That's cool. So let's talk about RuPaul. Like, what is your relationship with RuPaul? And what did you think when you first met the Queen? I was like, oh shit, he's real. Uh, <laughs> was he taller than you thought? Uh, no, I, I heard he was really tall, but he's way taller than me, which is cool because no one's usually taller than me. I mean, we're kind of like the same height in heels ish. Yeah. But um, no, I think he's huge. He's like oh, wow. seven foot something in heels. So. Yeah, it was awesome, but um, mm. no, he's cool. He gave me advice with my. What album was the best stuff. critique that he gave you, like, on and off the show? Um, well, he just with what about like like I, I'm I tend to be like insecure a lot like with things. So like he like kind of like brought that down and like talked to me like even off camera when the cameras were off like he was like like teary eyed like telling me like bitch like you don't realize like your worth like you're fucking like you're too insecure about shit that you don't need to be insecure about and like. He basically just told me, snap the fuck out of it. Like, you're on the show. Like, stop. Let's, you're not at home. Like, stop being so insecure. He said, yeah. I'm addicted to the adrenaline rush that I get from the fear that I have of things that I don't even try. So oh, I thought yeah, that was yeah. really awesome that he said that. And he explained it in a way that no one really did. And I thought it was cool. That's really beautiful. Yeah, he's cool. He's like a guru, I think. He really Boy, is. He's a drag queen. He's like a spiritual bitch. So spiritual and so fucking smart. And he's just, he's brilliant. He's he brilliant. comes across like that. Yeah. He's crazy. Very nice. So, obviously, like, in the last year, apart from the show, the big controversy was the whole trans issue, mm-hmm. because I think really what happened was that whole she-male and female game mm-hmm. blew up, because Carmen had had that experience of what happens live, 
And I think a fan wrote in and was like, Shimao in general was the shit, but that, I don't think that was the intention. Yeah. What is your viewpoint on the word tranny and what do you think about it? Because I think like when you, you were growing up, this is my super, my Charlie's brother was like a super fan. And he was like, he heard an interview, you said when you were younger, you felt like a girl and the mm-hmm. way you wanted to present yourself. Mm-hmm. So growing up, very similar to how I grew mm-hmm. up, what is your viewpoint on the word tranny? Yeah, when I grew up, I, I identified as transgender. I was actually going to go through the change when I was around 15. Mm-hmm. And then I waited and had my first sexual experience. And I was like, wow, I'm a man. And then, um, <laughs> and, and I mean, there are trans women who are actually like tops and stuff like that. But I was actually a man. Um, so I was like, I like hairy legs and asses. So, um, no, but yeah, I just... Uh, it's not that. It's like not it's that important. Still, I mean, you know, like I respect everybody's viewpoint. Like I'm a fucking yeah. Libra. I see both sides of everything. That's what it comes down to, dude. But it's like, my thing is, is like, why did it take six years to get offended by something like that? Because yeah. Gmail has been on it from the beginning. It's a play on the word. It's taken out of context. This is all supposed to be about fun. Sure. Ruth celebrates the trans community and puts... I mean, fucking Candace Kane is on there, like, yeah. as a dance coach. That Can- piano person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was awesome. And it's just, like, stuff like that is just kind of, like, It's a queer now. show. It's not just a gay yeah. show. Or a trans- it's a queer... Everyone's involved in right. it. Right. I think it's important to remember. Okay, so tell me about your traveling since you've been on Reboot. Because obviously you released your album and it's been such a fucking hit. Oh, Oh my god. I'm sick of it. Are you sick I of it? Am. How long before the show have you been wanting to do that album though? I want to do that album in my fucking life, man. I just needed the right people, the right management, and my management's awesome. Like, David's awesome. Um, and Lucia, who manages my music, and um, uh, Shiny and Tomas, who did the album, mm-hmm. and Ashley, who I wrote the album with. They're fucking awesome. It's just. How a- long did it take to do? Oh, girl, you're going to laugh. Okay, it took about three months to write and three days to record. That is incredible. Oh, shut two, up. Two and a half days, if we're being cool. Like, I, did, I went the first day till midnight. The second day, I was like, we're not stopping. I did, like, four versions of every song. And then the last day, I, I just kept doing more versions of the songs. And I was like, I want to do more. They're like, bitch, it's done. Like, chill out. And I was like, wait, let's write another one. And then, um... They were just like, yeah, I just, I love fucking and being in the studio. I'm so inspired. By were you surprised by the reaction? Because obviously it blew yeah. up. Yeah, I was. Hashtag I w- billboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awesome, man. Like, um, I, I didn't think it would, it would, it would be um, received well, just because, like, first of all, I thought on the show, I was like, I'm going to be the fucking annoying little, like, fucking hog body bitch on the show. And people are going to be like, that bitch is annoying. Um, but yeah, to be received well is fucking cool. You know, because... You work your ass off, and when it pays off, it's, it's awesome. Sure. It's awesome. Because you all, like, how would you describe your sound? Because it reminded me of Robin. It reminded me of oh. Robin music. Because it had, like, a cool undertone in your oh, tone as a singer. It's gorgeous. Oh, thank so you. So the combination was, it was cool. Thank it you. It came out cool. You look fucking cool. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Where are you going next? Um, we should be doing a new album. We're supposed to do, uh, we're supposed to start the new album in November and release it by uh, next spring or like uh, late spring, early summer. But um, I pushed it back a little bit just because I need a little time to chill. But um, you know, I mean, you gotta strike while the iron's hot. Even when it's fucking lukewarm in December, bitch, we're still gonna write that album. And I'm inspired by so many things in my life. Like I found love. I lost my father. I have a sadness. I, I've experienced traveling and seen so many beautiful things. And it's like I'm writing some stuff in my notebook and. And just being inspired, like, every day. Like, even meeting, like, fucking you guys. Like, it's, like, everywhere we go, we meet fucking awesome fucking people. And it's just, like, I'm inspired by every place that I go to. Because yeah. I would never be able to visit this place if it wasn't for RuPaul and RuPaul's sure. Drag Race. So it's, like, fucking cool. I'm calling it. I'm yeah. Calling it. Thanks. So, what is the worst part of kind of breaking the mainstream because in terms of drag race a lot of people have done songs but they haven't crossed over yeah. to the point where the music industry has recognised them as an artist like yeah. what's the best part and the worst part of that uh, let me just say this really quick yes man. I think the reason why people don't do albums like right off the show or they don't do like 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 I don't want to say good music because some of the music is actually good but it's like you gotta like put money into your craft. I think a lot of the girls get off the show like, I'll work on bars, like, and I'll be fine with that, which I'm completely fine with. I love doing bar work. That's what I'm doing. That's how I'm paying my mortgage and living my life right now. But it's like, the reality of it is, you gotta put money into your craft to make money and have a longevity in your career. It's like, as soon as they said, do you wanna do an album? I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like, it's gonna cost such and such money. I'm like, fuck, that's a lot of money, but let's do it. Yeah. And 
you got to invest in your craft. I mean, if you want longevity and, um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> but that's just something that was just on my mind because everybody's like, oh, what's why? And I'm like, dude, you got to fucking spend money. These bitches just want to spend like a couple grand on the song. It's like, bitch, put, you guys are making so much money right you gotta now. You got to lick the dick to get the dick. Thank you. <laughs> that's the way lick it works. Lick the dick to put it in the air, Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, so Seriously. good. So good. So fucking good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank God, thank God. <laughs> you need an online fucking, yeah. yeah. We're going to do a podcast. Yeah. Do You're going to get drunk and do a fucking podcast. Yes. So good. Yes. <laughs> All right, then. Well, tell me, tell me about, as a gay person in the media and also in music, are you, like, restricted by the gay thing? Are you re- confined by that? Because, like, Caswell is a gay rapper, for right. example. Are you, do you feel like you're being put in a box, or do you think you're going to break free the box? No, absolutely not. Like, I mean, we had readings in New York. Um, my my music gets played on radio stations in America, like, like and stuff like that, which is awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's that, really I was incredible. like, whoa, like, that's fucking cool. We, <laughs> we, they play, they only play Adore You Girl, I mean, no, um, but it's like, in tech, that's good. Oh, thank, you. thank you so much. <laughs> no, uh, we, um, I know in Texas and, um, and Philly and I think in New York they play, um, and on the radio. That's incredible. In and then, Texas. Yeah, in Texas. I'm shocked. Mostly, actually, in Texas. Beyonce from Texas. And Kiss FM in Texas plays my shit all Houston. the time. Beyonce's from Houston. New Orleans. No, she is not. She's from Houston. <laughs> she like no, back to now. fish. God, the eyes were they were red. She's like that was that moment. Like, Rack. 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 Like, like, um, for record labels and stuff like that, or like for, um, trying to, um, distribute my music, like, on radio stations, and they don't get it, and they do release my songs, like, they, on the radio stations, they don't say my name, they don't okay. say that's a drag artist, they just say, this is, like, adore you. And Isn't like, that, like, a double-edged sword, though, because you get that. the respect. Yeah. Like, I think Rue and Michelle did a podcast recently, where they were talking about how Diana was one of the first people that transcended being an African-American woman, being right. a woman. Right. Diana Ross is just Diana Ross. She's not a man, she's not right. a woman. She is Diana Ross. Right. So is that like, I think that's kind of like a mark of respect. It's fucked up. It's a weird mark of respect, but it's also a mark of disrespect. Well, to be quite honest, um, like, when my manager was like, now look, because he knows I'm a fucking, especially if I have an alcohol, like, beverage in my system. <laughs> like, no, like, I'm like... Second. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> you said we're the judge. Fuck everybody. No, um, no, it's like... As soon as um, we walked in the building before we went into the meeting, he was like, okay, I know what you're going to say. Like, now listen, they're going to want to, like, do your music, like, and they're going to want to present it to radio stations, but they're going to want to do it, like, like black, like, like, they don't want any type of, like, um, attention on the fact that you're a drag queen. I'm like, uh-uh. Because he called me from the airport, and he's like, okay, um, they, the, there's three radio stations that want to pick up Adore You, but they want to say that it's from Danny. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I've worked my ass off, like, blood, sweat, and fucking tears. I've been called so many names in the fucking gay community, in the fucking drag community. I'm a, I was a joke in L.A. to the drag community. So was Alaska. Like, I remember that shit. Like, they made fun of us like nothing. Like, we were like the baby drag queens that were trying to climb up to the top. And it's like, I've worked my fucking ass off from, like, working amateur shows and working for almost two years for free for tip spots. Not for that. Like, yeah, that, that, there's no way. Like, that was like your rite of passage to be recognized as a door. Absolutely. That's why you're here. It's like, I'm not trying to be, like, just famous no matter what. Like, I want to fucking, like, break boundaries, dude. There's sure. no drag queen that's doing mainstream music. Even though it's not, like, technically mainstream mainstream, it's just like, I want to take it to that next step. And yeah. in America, I broke drag history, which is fucking awesome. And it's like... We all saw it as well. Oh, I think the you. drag race... I think the fan base of Drag Race yeah. is everyone in the world. It's like, I always used to feel like when I was younger and growing up, that the people that looked like me were like unicorns. Yes. And there was like a community of unicorns all over the world and we all connected <laughs> because there were so few of us. Yeah. But now Drag Race is having it. It's like connected so many more people. Yeah. It's the friends of the unicorns. Then now there's like a dragon. Yes. There's a mother dragon. And there's all the unicorns. A dragon. Yes. <laughs> a dragon. Or a dragon. Well, we go both. But it's an, it's an incredible thing. No, it's beautiful. And there's so many different types of unicorns that people can fucking connect to and, yeah. and hear their stories and just see like, oh, I look like that kind of, or like, I think like that. It's like, 
It's fucking cool, man. That show's cool. It really And is it reminds up. people that, like, whatever the fuck you put on your face. Yeah. We all go through the same shit. Yeah. My God. Like, yeah. we all go through the same insecurities. Like. Same shit. And I love Drag Race for the, the main fact that it's, like, it kind of, like... Even middle America, which we call as like the the idiots of America that don't understand everything, ignoramus like, A lot of the South, um, <laughs> it's like it shows like we're fucking human. We pay our mortgages from this. We have houses from this. We make a living off of this. Like I bought a fucking car cash for the first time in my life off of this. Like, High five, thank you. But this is like my life, dude. Like I take care of my mother for, with this. Like, yeah, I it's, get it. It's ooh, am I, oh, hi, it's draw. But hey. it's not like a sexual kick. And like, like back in the day, before Drag Race and before like mainstream media is picking up on on drag, like it was all like a. Um, it just they didn't understand it. So I think it's kind of opening a lot of people's eyes, and it's like widening the horizons. Thank it's goodness. Fun. All right, to wrap this up, let me. What is the best, best thing about your life right now? The best and thing. the worst. Let's start with the worst and finish on the high. What's the worst thing about your life right now? The worst thing about my life is that I don't get to see my mother, and I don't get to see my boyfriend, and I don't get to rest, I guess. Um, every day's a Monday. Every day's a Monday. And sometimes, like, uh, if I wouldn't be traveling, I'm not going to get emotional. But if I wouldn't be traveling with him, I would be going crazy. Because sure. that's a piece of home that I get to travel with, and I'm very lucky because I've grown up with him since I was about five. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, he's a distant cousin. He grew up across the street from me since I was about seven, but I knew him prior to that. And, he's like um, your right brother. He's, he's like my brother. Yeah. He really is. And um, he knows me like the back of his hand. He knows what I like, what I don't like. And we never fight. We never argue. But um, he gets drunk sometimes instead of I. But, um, <laughs> he's a support system. He's yeah. an awesome person. And that's a positive. Cool. But I'm sad that I don't get to see my family yeah. and my dog. I, I really do miss. What dog what, what to you? It's a Shih Tzu Poodle. You have a Shih Tzu Poodle? Yes. Oh. oh His name is Ozzy after Ozzy. Oh. oh my goodness. <laughs> so let's leave everyone on a fabulous night. What is the best thing you're looking forward to right now? I'm looking And the best thing you've done being in England. <gasps> oh. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Short question. Uh, the best thing right now... What, what, what was the question? What is the... Let's just talk about the fabulous things. I just the fabulous best thing things. is I'm looking forward to is um, moving my, my boyfriend to America. No, I'm in love with Gabies will be made in I, terms of booty and plants. I'm not a fan dogs. of kids. No. I'm not. No. I'm not. I was on an airplane. I was thinking, how can I throw this fucking piece of shit out of this window? Yes, let's do that to the children next door that creep upside of my door. Let's do that. Let's let's creep in their door. Can you imagine them? They like monsters in gone wrong. Would that not be fabulous? Oh, I thought you meant the children next door chatting. Oh, oh I did too. <laughs> uh, no, but it's just like this kid was screaming his fucking head off in the fucking airplane. And I was like, can you beat your fucking kid or send him to my house for a week? Because my mom would fucking slay him. Like, in a week, he would be like... Like, I, that's one thing I gotta give to my mom. She fucking raised us very well, very mannered and polite. Because my brothers and I, like, my brothers look like gangsters and stuff. But, dude, they are the most polite. Come up with me. Wow. <laughs> Wait to see a lady They both job. have kids and they're both married. I'm cool with that. Uh, <laughs> perfect. I'll give you the middle one's number. <laughs> I like being in the middle too. <laughs> Girl. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Adore. Thank you. Oh my god. I, I adore you. you. Oh, bitch, I got lipstick in your I'll hair. Keep it. I'll tattoo it to my face. Oh, no, it's not really that. It's like shadow. That was Joe, awesome. You, you, should. you should. So we're back. We really hope you enjoyed hope that you enjoyed one. the interview. Yeah. I just, sorry, I just got the funniest text from my auntie. She what just texted me out of the blue saying, I just had a really sad thought. Stevie Wonder has never seen Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> Why does she always text me this shit? Oh, that's quite sad, isn't it? But like, it's just sad that he can't see in general. But the fact that her first thought is she's never seen Beyonce's face. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Well, he heard her and she sang. Yeah, I think she sounds like she looks, so we'll go with that. Yeah, she sounds like a trumpet at the moment. She sounds like a, Do you think? a horn. In a good way? In a good way. <laughs> okay. Like, Ariana Grande sounds like uh, like a broken flute. Oh my gosh, did you see that NBA performance with Ariana and Nikki? Yeah, I hated it. 
I've, I've only seen Emma's soundless Instagram videos, but they looked so cute. They did look cute, and I liked um, Nikki's part, but it went on for so fucking long. Ugh. I honestly think Ariana is like the cutest thing in the world. She's but like, I'm kind of scared of her. She's like almost like a Stepford child. Do you know what I mean? I she, what she reminds me of those like, you know, you get those like what are they called like all American dolls or something. Yeah. People yeah. collect. She reminds me of one of those. I see that. Well. Anyway, we've pretty much gone on for a little bit of an, uh, like an hour, I think now. Yeah. So, should we end it there? Let's do it. All right. Thanks everyone for listening through this slightly muddled and muffled podcast. I'm under the weather and a bit crazy today. Um, and Charlie is crazy um, always. Yeah, basically. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, well, then. please vote for me to win my contest. I'll pop a link in the description below. You can also find it on my YouTube. Um, yeah, and check out Charlie's new shop at vlnails.com, is that right? Yes. Perfect. And you can buy some nail polishes with the code JOJO, which is your 10% off. Yeah, it's still valid for a few weeks. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week. Bye.